you go to the doctor to take care of your body, do you know there is more to your well-being than your physical body? How do you keep your soul and spirit healthy and hearty? Do you know that your overall health is finding the balance between your spirit, mind, and body? Spirit, Soul, and Doctor by Dr. Ben Israel brings life to all your compartments and makes you find the balance between the multidimensional components that you are made of. Your aura, your desire, your emotions, and your physical body comes to power and enlightenment in Spirit, Soul, and Doctor Show. Take care of yourself, increase your vibration, invigorate your body naturally, find your balance, be your best at all times. Now, Spirit, Soul, and Doctor by Dr. Ben Israel. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Spirit, Soul, and Doctor show. My name is Dr. Ben Israel here on Spirit, Soul, and Doctor show. And this is our very first, second episode of this show. And I'm really super excited about um, last week and uh, how we laid the foundation to uh, wellness. Uh, we discussed three very cogent th things that lead to wellness. Three very cogent, three very great aspects that leads to a whole human being. Three core, three parts that makes up who we are. Not only making up who we are, but those three parts also are the things that sinks together to enhance our functionality, you know, to bring us to the place where we can truly say uh, we're whole. So wholeness and wellness goes hand in hand. And of course, wellness leads to health, good health. And of course, good health leads us into uh, being totally functional, becoming everything that we are supposed to be as a human being and bringing us to the place where we are here on earth to fulfill a purpose. Not only are we here to fulfill that purpose, we live here on earth, we discover that purpose. Not only do we discover the destination, because there's one thing for us to be able to discover the destination, which is what the purpose is, you know, and uh, it's another thing for us to be able to enjoy that journey, not only enjoying it, but enduring it uh, to get to the end of that purpose, you know, to be able to fulfill that purpose to the ultimate, you know, um, it does nothing. Jesus, Jesus, I, I always give an example of who Jesus is. Jesus Christ came and he, he, he lived his life 33 years. But within those 33 years, he discovered his purpose while he was a child, but he never stepped into fulfilling that purpose. And he did so much within three years of his life here on earth, you know, than what other people did not do living 60, 70, 80 years, you know. So he lived a qualitative life. And the reason is because he learned, you know, he learned not only how to understand his body, but how to understand himself from the realm of the soul and how to understand himself from the realm of the spirit. You know, Jesus is really an episode. It's, it's, it's an epitome of uh, someone who lives a conscious life, someone who lives a life that understands who he is in the flesh, in the body. 
and he was able to marry that and sink that to who he is as a spiritual teacher and inspirer. He also was able to uh, adjust into who, his, uh, who he is as a human being. He erred. He was hungry. He wept. And at some time, he would leave his disciples and go sleep because he knew that at some point, his body would need to be rejuvenated, <laughs> you know, to continue fulfilling his calling, to continue fulfilling his purpose, to continue doing the things that he's born, that he's called to do, you know, as the Savior. And that's why he was able to master uh uh, uh, to, to master so many things in life. He was able to fulfill his calling within three years. You know, he did in three years. You know, uh, what others who do not understand uh, the secret of wellness from the three aspects of who we are as human beings uh, could not do in 10, four, uh, 15, 20, 30 years. You know, he understand himself from the point of a human. That's why, uh, as, as, uh, from the point of a human being, not being perfect, that's why when people call him the perfect teacher, I say, no, don't call me the good teacher. No one is good but God. You know, he directed them back to the Almighty, the one that creates the universe. He directed them back to the creator of the universe. No, don't call me master. Don't call me, te- don't call me perfect because there is one that is perfect. And at some point he was hungry, he asked for bread, he asked for fishes, and he, he divided those things. He realized his limitation. He realized that he has three components. And, and I think for any one of us to be able to uh, reach a height, you know, that we enabled us to perform to the best that we are born to perform, uh, to the best, to the ultimate ability that we have been created to fulfill here on earth being conscious of the spirit, soul, and body, paying attention to that. Uh, like we discussed in our first episode, we talk about subscribe. Uh, the three things that will enable us to get to that point, number one is Subscribing to the divine, which is subscribing to the spirit, to the spiritual aspect of you. Uh, we discovered that it is not only, we are not only uh, chromosomes coming together, or we're not, uh, 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 we're not a result of meiosis and mitosis taking place. Uh, uh, we are more than that, that there is something more unexplainable. Uh, there's something more explainable about who we are as human beings. There's something deeper, more than what we see in the periphery. Uh, there are deeper meaning to life. There are deeper things to who we are. There are deeper things to uh, our component as human being, and which is the divine aspect. Uh, this divine aspect we discovered last week is the aspect that no one can stop. It's the aspect that is really unlimited. Uh, it's, 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 it's what it means when you read in, in the Bible where it said to live in the spirit. You know, Spirit cannot be captured. Spirit cannot be controlled. Spirit cannot be predicted. You can't profile a spirit. Uh, you cannot limit a spirit. You cannot capture a spirit. Uh, I know there's this show out there about the spirit hunters and all that, ghost hunters. No, spirit cannot be captured, put in a box. Spirit cannot be manipulated. Uh, so spirit, it's, uh, it's the spirit aspect of us is that unlimited aspect of us. It's where the ideas, uh, the genius part of us comes into play. Uh, of course, there is 
as subscribing to the soul, uh, the soul aspect, which is the mind aspect, the essentiality of who we are. You know, the gene, the 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 fingerprint. That's the gene that makes up who we are in our mind. You know, the who we are in our mind. The, the, that that's peculiarity. You know, there are no two people on earth that are the same. Every single one of us come into this world with that unique ability and that blueprint, which no one can discover for you. Your pastor, your guru, your teacher, nobody, your mentor, all of these places have their places. All of these people have their places, but none of these people, it's meant to help you discover that blueprint. There is a specialty there is a uniqueness that makes up who you are even in even 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 in medicine um uh uh patient a may take a uh uh a a drug a and patient b takes the same drug and it doesn't work with them they was uh, the same way he works for patient a you know why because there is uh in, in in pharmacology there is pharmacogenetics there's something called pharmacogenetics the pharmacogenetics of any medication is the peculiarity of how the medication you take works along with your gene with the makeup of your gene you know where it has it, it sometimes it divides into race sometimes it divides into ethnicity and sometimes it divides in, even into the minute peculiarity that is in your gene you know it's not just the pharmacokinetics and how that uh, the drugs move around the system around the anatomy uh there's also the pharmacodynamics of the drugs but more importantly there is also the, the is the pharmacogenetics that determine the effectiveness that's the efficacy of the drug within the system that is how special we are you know and our fingerprints are never the same you know and and so it is very important for us to understand who we are and start paying attention to who we are you know as human being from the three perspective and not only that to also understand how to sync these three together, you know, how, how to live in that place. And that's what Spirit, Soul, and Body uh, and Doctor is all about. Again, uh, Spirit, Soul, and Doctor is another word, Spirit, Soul, and Body. Uh, and and it, it's it, it, this show, it's meant to bring us to that place where, you know, we have that understanding. We're completely who we are born to be. And people, this has nothing to do with what you have or don't have in the physical uh it has nothing to do with what you uh what you've acquired materially or what you've acquired academically it has nothing to do with how much how many degrees you have how educated you are and it has nothing to do with how much money you have in the bank it just has everything to do with who you are what is the essentiality of who you are what is the substance what do you contain on the inside when you are stripped of all the degrees that you've acquired and all the money that you've acquired, all the cars and the good stuff and the, and your bank account, when you are bare naked and when you are, who are you in your soul? What is the state? What's your state of mind when everything mundane, everything physical, everything that has been achieved has been stripped off who we are? The person we are is that person that is contained internally and of course it is that person that reflects on the outside and that's really what determines how far we go uh 
in all facets of our lives. So today we're going to be briefly, I'm going to be laying a foundation on the found, uh, laying a foundation on the topic, the f- spiritual foundation for total wellness. So we're going to start breaking down what are the spiritual foundation that has a link to our wellness, that has a link to how well we become, to how well we are able to function in our mind, how well we are able to function in our calling, how well we are able to function in our body. What has the spiritual aspect? Last week we talked about subscribing to the divine. How does the divine, how does the spirit link or what does the spirit has in relation to being well, being okay mentally, being okay physically, being okay uh, in our mind, in our understanding of our calling, in our understanding of why we are here on earth? Because at the end of the day, there is a common denominator to all men. It don't matter what background is, the ethnicity doesn't matter. There's a common denominator. The things that matter is the impact. Impact is the asset. The true asset of a man is how much impact he makes in his immediate world and in the world around him. You know? So, yes, uh, and, and that impact is something that we first of all become because we can't give what we don't have. You cannot give what you don't have. You have to first have it, become it, then you can give it. You become that which you share because essentially we are energy, we are spirit. You know, it's one thing to go through the dance and and, and do all the actions. Another thing to really have that because impact, you you impact may not be acknowledged, but it cannot be denied. You know. The impact you're making in a place, the impact you're making in somebody's life, that person may not acknowledge what kind of impact you are making. However, they cannot deny it that that impact is being felt. You know, and 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 that is why, and that is why I think it is also very important for every one of us to know that yes, you are born for somebody, yes, you are born for a purpose. Your purpose is not for everyone. And the thing that you're called to do and the things you're born to do, it's not meant to be for all, you know, and that you focus especially on that which you know it's your calling, on that which you know it's what you have been created for. And that is how you continue in that impact. So spiritual foundation for total awareness. You know, when we talk about spirituality, I know I heard a lot of people say, you know, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. What's the difference between being spiritual and being religious. I think it is very important in laying a spiritual foundation for total wellness. It is very important for us, for, for us to first understand what does it mean to be spiritual? What is spirituality? Uh, does being spiritual means I go to church every Sunday and Wednesdays? I uh, go to Bible study on Sunday and Wednesdays and go to church and I, I visit my temple on Saturdays or go to my uh, house of worship on Fridays? Is that what it means to be spiritual? What does it really mean to be spiritual? Because we discuss subscribing to the divine. What is the difference between being spiritual and being religious? 
Because if we don't do an honest surgery in drawing a line between these two acronyms or these two phenomenals, it is very possible for us to uh, think we are on the spiritual side, but rather we are on the religious side because re being religious and being spiritual and they don't even have anything in common. Religion is nothing but following a carved out tradition which everyone is expected to follow irrespective of the situation and condition. Why spirituality is a movement. Being spiritual is a movement in time and in place to bring out the best that we are where we are in the service for humanity. But remember, before you serve humanity, you must have first and foremost have served who you are first. Right? So if you're serving humanity, because if you're dishing out what you don't have, uh, after a while, not only is it going to be known that you really don't have it, but it's going to, because that which, that which is real is what lasts. That which is not real really never lasts. So the, the spirituality is, first you have become aware of who you are. You are internally emboldened, conscious of who you are. And in that moment, there is an a, a movement by default. You don't even try to be. You don't try to push it. By default, that affects the people around you, that affects the society around you. There is that aura of blessing wherever you go. And again, it may not be acknowledged, but there's that aura of blessing wherever you go that impacts other people, that brings a touch of difference that brings a touch that, you know you know how you say, I can't put a finger on it, but I feel it. Now that's being spiritual. <laughs> you can't put a finger on what it is, but you know that you know that you know that you know, you may not even be able to totally be able to describe it. You may not totally be able to pronounce it. And that is what Jesus Christ said something. You know, I, I love the word of Jesus a lot. You know, he was talking to Nicodemus and he said when Nicodemus came to him, he said, what does it mean to be born again? Because Nicodemus was already listening to the Pharisees and the Sadducees. He was, he was known in the society as someone who understands the law. He knows what the law says. He knows all the carved out rules, all the religious rules. He understood all of that. But Nicodemus knew that he was missing something, that there is a higher level to being religious. <laughs> and Nicodemus wanted to go jump transition from the realm of just being a religious person that goes to the temple all the time, goes to all the fellowship, all the prayer meetings, and uh, read all the books and 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 understands the letter of the books. He can quote the books, but he knew that he was missing something. There is a vacancy. There was an emptiness in him that he could not explain. And he was, he humbled himself 
and came to the master and he came to Jesus and he asked Jesus, he said, Jesus, you know, I, I, I've heard you talk about being born again, being spiritual. Really, being born again is nothing but being spiritual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you know, you know, being born again is transitioning from being religious to being spiritual. And he asked Jesus, he said, what, what, what do I have to do to enter the kingdom of God? And Jesus said, well, you must be born again. Nicodemus said, come on, what are you talking about? You see, 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 see. When everything you do conforms to the rule and you seek to be understood in all ways and all time, you're the one who want to get the applause from everywhere you go. You, 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 uh, you, you want to, you want to be the person of the party everywhere you go. <laughs> you want to be the one that's recognized everywhere you go. You want to be the one that be praised everywhere you go. You cannot be spiritual. You, you know, and that's why Jesus told him, you have to be born again. Nicodemus took it literally like he said it. Like he couldn't see beyond his nose, his mouth, his eye, his hand, and his, and his feelings. All Nicodemus could see because he was at the religious level. All he could see was his senses. He uses nothing at that time, but his senses to taste his environment. But Jesus said, no, you, you have to use more than your five senses if you want to be spiritual. So that is really what spirituality is. It's your ability to see beyond that which is visible. It's your ability to be able to transmute and understand the world we're living beyond that which can be touched felt or taste Jesus told him that no you don't have to go back to the womb of your mother and be given birth though but you have to understand this concept and what was the concept Jesus said just like the wind comes nobody knows where it comes from and nobody knows where the wind goes that is a man that is born of the spirit and that is being spiritual that is the true definition of spirituality it's your ability to be able to tap deeper into that which can be seen physically about you. It goes beyond your color, your race, your ethnicity, your background, your educational background, the amount of money you have in the bank. It has nothing to do with your material thing. It has nothing to do with your education. It has nothing to do with something that can be touched. Because first, look at the symbol that Jesus looks there. He said the wind. Can you touch the wind? The wind can be captured. The wind cannot be seen. The wind can only be felt. Again, that's why I say spirituality is a movement that you feel. It's an aura that you develop when you become a spiritual being. You build that aura. It's something that comes from the inside out. <laughs> and that's why Jesus says it's not that which goes into a man that defiles him. It is that which comes out of him. It is that which oozes out of you. You know, that which oozes out of you cannot be seen. That which oozes out of you cannot be touched, but it can be felt. So spirituality is understand, understanding that you may not fit the status quo. You may not feed into the definition. You may not feed into the expectation. But you understand that you are in a good place because you know 
and you have discovered the essentiality of life, it's more than that which can be seen, described, touched, or felt. You see, it's like the wind. Nobody knows where it comes from, and nobody knows where it goes. Now, you know, when I read this part of the scripture, I found out that the met- the met- the meteorologists, the guys that that that, that give forecasts of the weather, would totally disagree because they will tell you that the wind comes from the east. <laughs> they know when the wind blows from the east and it, when it blows from the west and when it blows from the north and the south. They understand it. That that has been scientifically figured out, and they also understand where the wind goes scientifically. When it blows from the wind, they know the direction that it goes. When the wind blows from the east, they know direction. I'm not. I don't understand uh, that science. That's that is not my specialty, you know. But but I can tell you that someone who's who uh, a, a a the weatherman or the weather woman <laughs> understand where the wind goes and they can tell you scientifically where the wind comes from and where the wind goes but jesus said being spiritual is understanding that nobody knows where the wind comes from and nobody knows where the wind comes from. so it doesn't really make any scientific sense so being spiritual is your ability to be able to transmute beyond your definition you know, it's your ability to be able to transmute beyond your definition. And that is why religious folks have rules and regulations that have been tested <laughs> and that is required or expected to be followed. Why spirituality goes beyond those rules because, again, remember, it is something that has it goes beyond what can be defined, beyond what has been described, it transmutes into the other realm. It's the next dimension. And that is why for you to be spiritual, you have to discover for yourself the blueprint to your spirituality. And that is why you cannot be deceived when somebody comes and says, I'm a spiritual guru. And and I have seen so many in our society, and you've seen so many in our society, people come out to say, oh, I'm the spiritual guru. I know it all. I'm the spirit. I even watch, actually, I watch a show where someone called themselves, they say they are God, they are Jesus. In, in form of flesh, they are the new Jesus. You cannot be deceived by these things when you become a spiritual individual because you understand that the spirit cannot be captured and spirit is not limited to one. And that is why God cannot be studied. God cannot be in the flesh. God, the universe, cannot be taught. So when a man comes and shows show himself as the guru, as God, as Jesus, as the one that is the spiritual guru or the spiritual teacher, then you understand that that person is heard already from what it means to really be spiritual. That person has dropped the line from being spiritual and to, to being religious. Because remember, religion is symbol. Religion is symbol. So when someone build a kingdom of God around themselves, say, I'm the one that knows it all, you have to come worship me. <laughs> I'm the one that knows it all, I'm the one that's gonna teach you, uh, lead you to God. No, nobody leads you to God. We are all, we all have God in us and we share the single, uh, the little aspect of God that we have in us, we share together as human beings and that's what makes us spiritual. That's what, what makes us to discover who we are and that aura comes out and affects other people. And that is where our spirituality evolves and revolves. 
and 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 that is why I. I under, I see myself as someone who understands the Bible very very well, but I uh, I I don't understand I don't agree with the concept of theology. Now, what's theology? Theology is the study. I don't consider myself a theologian. Okay, so I've studied Bible. I've been to Bible schools. I've been to Bible school. I've pastored churches. Okay, but I don't consider myself a theologian. Now, what is theology? Theology is the study of God. How can you study God? How can you? possibly study God. <laughs> God that cannot be seen, felt, or heard from, how can you study someone that you, you can only learn God, you can walk with God, but you can't study him? Because God can do the same one thing in a billion way. So he beats the imagination of man. He beats what you even read in the Bible. And that's why, uh, and the Bible, even in the Bible, the Bible says the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. Remember? Again, we're back to the spirit. It is the spirituality that gives you life, not the letter. You know? So you have to understand God beyond the past, uh, beyond what you read in theology school and beyond what you read in the Bible school or beyond what your guru teach you. Guru teaches you or your spiritual teacher advises you good you can take everything every inspiration we, you see we all have inspiration in us i am not saying there are no people who there are no people in our lives or in our part or on our part or in our lives or in our society that have greater insight and inspiration to share but nobody is a theologian you know uh wanting to be a theologian is really dancing rather to the religious vibe rather than the spiritual vibe you know, uh, uh, God cannot be stopped. You can be, you can walk with God. You remember, it's a movement. Spirituality is a movement for now, in now, to solve the problem of now. You see, so that's what spirituality is. So you can walk with God now, and that's why God is a spirit. It can be put in a camp. So when you understand God from this perspective... You pay attention to the highest one that is within you. Remember, we all have this highest one in us. We all have this greater sense in us. Again, the people we see as spiritual guru, um, who call themselves a God, who call themselves Jesus, or whatever name they call themselves, they present themselves as such because they have, in one time or the other, yielded themselves to a higher level of inspiration, which is possible for everyone. Any and every human being born in the flesh and on earth has the same ability to get that deep with God. And when you get that deep with God, that is where the concept of living in the spirit becomes a reality. And then the highest form of you comes out and that reflects into your body. The cells of your body fills it down to the tissues of your body, down to the system. And the whole of who you are in your mind and in your body will correlate to the higher one. You remember? The spirit rules the physical. The lower bows to the higher. So everything that is mundane, physical, bows to that which is spiritual. So the more spiritual you are, the more conscious of who you are spiritually, the more well you become in your mind. 
the more whole you become in your body. Your body responds to it. Your cells respond to it. The charges and the energies in your cell comes into a place of balance. Because remember, the higher one is the spirit one. Foundation. Spiritual foundation for total wellness. Spiritual foundation for total wellness. Today we have a guest on our show. Uh, we're going to move into. Uh, we're going to be moving to the body segment, uh, and we have a guest today. Our guest is Miss Birdie, who is a physical, uh, an occupational therapist, and uh, she is, she will be joining us today to talk about who she is. She's an entrepreneur. She's very passionate about what she's she does. Uh, and she's been doing this for a very, very long time. Uh, when I hear her talk about what she does and being an entrepreneur and an occupational uh, therapist, I, 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 I get inspired you know, by the passion that she has for what she does. And tonight she is uh, joining us to explain to us about what she does, what it is, and how we can, from the body level, you know, from the doctor level, which is the body level, uh, benefit from her wisdom, from her knowledge, and her inspiration as an occupational therapist. All right, so uh, welcome to the Spirit Soul and Doctor Show, and I'm uh, glad to have you around here today. Well, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. All right, all right. So uh, again, I just introduced you to our audience, and I, I, I said the what I like about you is just the passion that you have for what you do. When I see you talk about what you do, and the passion you have for growth, the passion you have for uh, increasement, the passion you have for enlargement, and just becoming everything that you're supposed to be, and you know that is my passion. I think my calling is really to empower people to become whatever it is that they are born to be, and not only that, but to also be whole. Uh, in all the three compartments to be aware of who we are and who they are and to become everything that they're supposed to be. And when I see you, I think you're an embodiment of that, uh, being an entrepreneur and an occupational therapist. Would you tell us a little bit more about what you do, uh, who you are, and what it, what's occupational therapy? Of course, of course. I'm so excited to be here. So again, my name is Birdie St. Louis, and I've been an occupational therapist about six or seven years. And so what is occupational therapy? Occupational therapy is to assist patients, clients um, to go back to independence before the disease, disorder, or disability. And um, since right now I'm working in a nursing home, majority of my patients have stroke. And an example will, will be is, unfortunately, that, that patient is not able to move one side of their body. However, even though they're not able to use, move one side of their body, I can, where I come in is I teach them a one-handed technique so that they can dress themselves so that they can transfer to and from the bathroom, um, to and from the chair, um, you know, e even as far as helping them to drive, to cook a meal, to do laundry, to shopping. So basically, it's basically trying to get them back to independence at whatever level that they are. And it's great to see the progression. So when I first um, assist a patient, 
till when they when it's time for discharge, we also train not only the patients, but also the, the patient family member, because we definitely want to increase safety and definitely less risk for falls. And the difference between occupational therapy and physical therapy is physical therapy, you just deal more with um, the lower body, standing, balancing. But if you think about it, occupational therapy, we try to increase the strength and the mobility because you use your hands all the time. You cook, you clean. So you definitely use that a lot more. And so therefore, um, it just we just help in a variety of things. You know. So as an occupational therapist, you help both the upper and the lower body. Pretty much you work the whole body head to toe. Is that what you're saying? Or you specialize just be on the upper body while the physical therapist focus more on the uh, lower body? Well, it, it, it really depends on the plan of care of the patient. Um, because sometimes, you know, like I said, I, I hope the patients to drive. So you do have to use your legs to help right. drive. So basically, whatever we can do, to assist them with, uh, with upper or lower body, or even, you know, going back to a grocery store, you know, or like a woman, uh, a mother, she needs to help prepare meals for her children. So she is using her whole body right. to stand up and to cook. So it's basically based on the plan of care of the patient. Okay. So how does a person uh, going through some sort of a physical disability, some sort of a physical affliction or disablement, how do they decide between going to an occupational therapist or going to a physical therapist? Really, um, physical therapy usually deal with more uh, lower body injuries, uh, maybe like hip surgery or knee surgery, and they are still able to be independent. Usually occupation therapy is more low level patients that are not able to sit at the edge of the bed or not able to stand or to tramp or to walk. So basically it's lower level um, patients that needs to go back to their independence. Okay. That's, that's yeah. very self-explanatory. Uh, thank you very much for sharing that. Uh, so what you as a specialist or someone who is very educated in this line, uh, in the musculoskeletal world and how to rehab a patient from just not being able to do something to them bouncing back to be able to do, you know, their daily the daily task of what is it that they, they are supposed to do or they, you know, they are supposed to do on a daily basis. What is it that you can advise us on uh, spirit, soul, and body, and, and doctor show? What is it that you can advise our audience that is a daily type of a routine a daily exercise or a daily do's that can help our body function, you know, to the ultimate? What is it that can help us on a daily basis to become physically fit and, of course, to put us in a place where we are able to function very well, do everything that we're supposed to do uh, on a daily basis? Well, I, with, with my um, patients, I usually try to go with stretches from the neck to the shoulders, to the elbows. So we can kind of start that right now. Okay. And it's just really just neck rotations going back and forth. You can do that about, about five times just to- Does it matter in which direction, to the left or to the right? No, just, just we're just trying to loosen up the muscles. Loosen there you up go. The muscles. Yeah. And then, you know, the next step, your shoulders right there, we go up and down 10 times. Okay. Just to loosen that up. Just the Four. shoulder? Yeah. 
Man, that feels very good. Yeah, <laughs> I can feel some work out there. <laughs> yeah, and there we go. Circle of motion, you know. Okay, both shoulders. Yeah, just a little circle of motion. There you go. And then, um, put this down. You know, circle of motion. And then we just try to just move the arms just back and forth. Because we do, with occupational therapy, we do a lot of reaching, you know, um, okay. especially if the patient has to grab something from the upper cabinets, lower cabinets, bathroom cabinets, just a lot, of, a lot of reaching, you okay. know. And then also um, what we do now, we just move each other side to side, try to get the core loosened up side to side. Okay. Side to side. Nice. Okay. Nice, nice. <laughs> and then usually the main exercise that I like to do is we work the tricep and the bicep because that was gonna help yeah. facilitate transferring. Yeah. So like sometimes, in the patient home, they don't have weight. So we can use something like a, I do have a weight because I'm home, but okay. um, you can just use the tricep. You just, like a bicep curl, you just go back and forth. Okay. You know, do, so a lot of times I do two times 15, you know, two and times then, 15. yeah, and then you do from the other side, two times 15. And then, um, and then another, the last thing that we usually do, uh, which is really helpful, is if you can try to push, put your hands on the chair and okay. try to just to push up yep. and do just do a like a nice little stand so you can stretch. And you okay. do that about three times. OK. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's 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 wonderful. Thank you so very much. I, I feel some workout already. Like really, <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, see, it's all about again. It's all about moving the body, right? It's the movement. You know, it's yes. it, you, you work those muscles and those connective tissues. They need exercise. So it's almost like the word, the generic word, use it or lose it, right? Right, use right. It or lose yeah. it. You, you, yeah. Uh, uh, and thank you very much for sharing that. Uh, and I think that is uh, this is very very useful. Uh, not only do we learn about your profession as an occupational therapist, we're able to get some nuggets on how what we can do on a daily basis to help us work out and uh, you know get some workout on a daily basis to enhance our physical body. Thank you very much, uh, Ms. Birdie, uh, for coming on uh, to Spirit Soul and Body Show. Um, would you give our audience uh, just the final thought uh, about the importance of what you do and, of course, about your business? What, what, what's your projection for your business? Uh, how can people contact you? Maybe there's someone listening right now and they're looking for an occupational therapist for their family members and they, they, want, to, uh, they want to reach out to your business. What's your website and how, how can you be contacted? Okay, well, then the name of my company is called Healing Infinitely because we do want to work on your mind, body, and soul so that we can get you back to the best level that you can. And the name of my website is just www.healinginfinitelyllc.com. And my phone number is 727-807-9713, 727-807-9713. So it's just um, the name of the company is called Healing Infinitely. So I'll be glad to assist anyone. Thank you very much, uh, Ms. Betty, for coming on board. And thank you for sharing with us today about what you do and giving us those exercises to make us fit physically. Uh, God bless you. Thank you very much. Blessings. And uh, this is Dr. Ben Israel on Spirit, Soul, and Dr. Show. See you next week on the next episode. 
Shalom. Shalom.